Welcome to Round Guy, the podcast as Smithburg Auto of Fairfield, Iowa presents high school football in Southeast Iowa. Smithburg Auto, two locations to serve you better. If you need a car, talk to David. Well, we're on the phone with Coach Jensen of the Sigourney Kyoto football team. They just had a big, uh, big win in the first round of the playoffs. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me again. Oh, man, we were, we're so excited to have you. Our, our football coverage has uh, really helped expand our audience. I want to tell you we reached 800 uh, listeners uh, last night. We've got 45 cities in Iowa listening now. So, uh, and a lot of that was, you know, you and all the other coaches that are giving us interviews that give us a, a different kind of look that they're getting a more in-depth. So, what Absolutely. I want you to do is is go over last week's games, the ins and outs, the real details of, of this game, and then uh, we'll talk about the next game. So, so how, okay. how did it all, all play out at the Snake Pit this week? Uh, this week or last game? Last game. Okay, last game. Sorry, I, I kind of cut out there. But, uh, well, you know, we, we knew, uh, you know, kind of as I said in the, the prior uh, podcast, uh, this was not a normal four seed. Um, you know, we, we knew what Durant brought to the table week one. We felt that we got a lot better than we were week one. Uh, just a lot of new new faces and new spots. And, uh, you know, it, I think it showed, well, you know, we, 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 we progressed. And, and what we thought we would see, we saw again. Um, you know, and, and our guys stepped up the challenge. Uh, you know, they, they brought a lot of different challenges. Uh, Nolan DeLong, their tailback linebacker, is, I mean, I, I think he could play at any level uh in high school football right now i mean he's getting looked at he's got an offer from you and i he's been you know game day visits iowa uh iowa state nebraska wisconsin i mean he's he is the real deal and we we knew that and you know what they bring up bringing the table along with them is a big physical offensive line and uh you know we 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 handled it up front i think our you know we we might not have been I mean, size-wise, I and mean, we've got some bigger guys than they do. They've got some other bigger guys in certain spots than we do. But, uh, you know, I think I think it came down to the physicality of our guys. Uh, you know, we, we play physical. We play nasty, but not cheap, you know. We just play to get after you all game long. And, uh, you know, I think our offensive and defensive lines really did a good job there uh, just being physical with their, with their big guys and, and, and imposing our will. Uh, you know, that, that gave our, gave our offensive backs the ability to find creases and, and exploit it. Uh, it gave our linebackers, you know, a great, uh, a great read as far as do I need to run the crease? Do I need to, to stack and, and flow? Um, you know, we, we played really, really well as a team. Uh, but you know, starting out, you know, they, they, they kind of played our game, uh, ball control. Uh, we had, we ran three plays in the whole first quarter. You know, they, they got the ball first, put a big drive together, uh, didn't get any points out of it. We stopped them on fourth down. You know, we went three and out. They, I mean, then they chewed, you know, heck, they chewed probably uh, nine minutes away in that in that drive. And uh, we went three and out, couldn't quite get it going and, and punted. And, uh, you know, they ran a few plays before the, uh, the time expired in the first quarter. But it was, you know, I think our announcers uh, – we're saying, you know, of the 12 minutes, it was 14 minutes, like real time, you know, not much passes being thrown, just running the ball, clock, clock keeps going. So, um, you know, finished the first quarter tied zero, zero. Um, you know, we, we felt like we were still in a pretty good position, even though we've only been on offense, uh, 
for three plays. But, uh, you know, our defense uh, defense stepped up, man. We played really, really well team defense. Uh, one guy's not typically going to bring down their running back, uh, but we, we had two, three, four guys get to him, uh, you know, and not letting them uh, create an explosive play. Where week one, we gave them some explosive plays. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just credit that to our kids on defense, their ability to understand what we're trying to accomplish. Do your job. You know, run your fit, and, and somebody's going to be where he is to make the play, and then everybody else has to rally from there. Um, you know, we, we forced him into a punt, you know, finally put a drive together, uh, punched it in, kicked the extra point, made it, uh, forced him to punt their next offensive series. We got the ball back. You know, I think we were three or four plays into the drive. Uh, had a really good run by Colton Clarahan. Uh, their outside guy, he was kind of getting pinned up by a guy inside. You know, I don't know, we were probably six, seven yards downfield. Uh, and, and the guy from the outside put his shoulder pad right on the ball. And I think just shot right out, right out, you know, uh, from his arm. And, and they recovered it. Well, you know, so we're, you know, I wouldn't say we're in panic mode. But, you know, that was kind of our time to get a two-score lead. And, and uh, uh, you know, we gave the ball up. But, man, I tell you what, he – he understands, you know, he made a mistake, but he made up for it the rest of the night, man. I mean, that really, I think, got him going on defense, got him going, uh, running the ball a little more, uh, you know. So, you know, I think they ran they ran two plays. Their second play, they tried to run a little swing route out to a, a motion guy, and uh, our defensive end was, was, you know, getting a pass rush. They tried to just creased the ball past him and he, he hit it with his hand. He kind of knocked it down, had the, uh, had the, the, uh, smarts to, to get that thing before it hit the ground and he caught it and, uh, rumbled it down to about the eight yard line. So, uh, you know, Evan Vitito, he's a sophomore for us, but Holy smokes. He, you know, he, he ended up getting thrown in the fire last year on the offensive line. I think week five due to an injury, and, uh, you know, he, he just – he learned how to play last year. And uh, as a sophomore, he's doing phenomenal things for us. Those are just the type of plays he makes. You know, I think, honestly, he could play about anywhere on the defense minus maybe any coverage guy and do a pretty good job. But, uh, you know, he he did a good job. He, he knocked the ball down, got it caught, uh, rumbled it down to the eight. And uh, we had a couple we – had, we had, I think, a four-play drive from the eight. And, uh, well, no, it was three plays. Uh, got it. Cade Mullenix had a couple couple runs. Got it down uh, to the one yard line, and uh, Colton Clarion punched it in from there. So, you know, went up thirteen zero. Um, had had a little little issue with our extra point there. Uh, you know, missed missed the extra point a little bit left. Uh, so we were up thirteen uh, nothing. You know, our de- both defenses kind of traded blows from there, and uh, went into halftime leading lead 13-0 so you know we, we felt pretty good uh you know minus minus that first quarter when we only had when we had that three and out uh you know second quarter our offense got rolling and our defense really just kept us in the game uh at that point but uh you know felt felt good at halftime we knew we knew if we continued to play how we were playing it you know we we figured it was going to be a tight ball game uh but but you know we, we had that advantage we had that 13 point lead uh, we got the ball uh, after after the second half kickoff, and um, you know couldn't couldn't quite put it together. Had to punt. Uh, third quarter was just kind of 
kind of uh, back and forth. You know, both both offenses struggled to really get a whole lot going as far as getting into the end zone. Uh, you know, we, we gave up. When they, they did score in the third quarter, so it was 13-8, uh, heading into the fourth quarter. And we just knew, like, hey, you know, we somebody's got to step up and make a play. And, uh, you know, Bull, Kate Bolnick ran, ran us hard out. I mean, he, he had a tough night. Uh, you know, didn't have too many big, big runs, but there was those six- and eight-yard chunks that we – you know, we look for, we, we stress to our kids and, and their mentality is three and a half yards is a win for us. You, all you, all you guys, all 11 bodies on the offense have to do is get three and a half yards. And if you can do that on a play, that is a win for us. Anything more than the three and a half is, is, is a plus. Um, you know, so we, we continue just to grind them down. Uh, our offensive line, I felt like, uh, got a little more physical as the game went on started really imposing our will on, on Durant's D line a little bit. Uh, and you know, we, we, uh, <clears throat> fourth quarter just kind of exploded with points. Uh, you know, it was 13, eight, we ended up, we ended up marching the ball down, um, getting a Kate Bolnick's touchdown, uh, <clears throat> to go up. Well, then we, so we, we, I, I was unsure whether we were going to kick the extra point or go for two. Uh, they ended up getting a personal foul a- after we had scored. Uh, so we were on the one, you know, one and a half yard line and we knew we were going to go for two. And, uh, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to call. And, and, uh, uh, Cade, Cade from the huddle, uh, you know, he played spin back for us last year, our quarterback. And, uh, so he knows all our signals and he was trying to signal to me what they wanted. And, uh, you know, he, he called a play for Colton to get in the, get in the end zone with two point conversion with, with, uh, Cade leading the, leading through the hole and uh you know so i said yep go ahead and run it and uh you know we got it in to go up 21 8 so at that point in time it was okay defense just do your job you know force them to punt it back to us um you know and, and as the game went on our defense was just was just blowing blowing guys up i mean we really played physical and hit hit them pretty hard uh their starting quarterback actually the first uh i want to say it was early in the second quarter um uh, Evan Dawson kind of caught him from behind and Evan Vitito came and cleaned him up. And, and, uh, you know, unfortunately he left the game and it ended up being a, uh, broken collarbone. But, uh, you know, we, we kind of dinged along up a little bit, which, which, you know, you hate to see, you hate to see anybody get injured, anybody get hurt, but that, that, that slowed their offense up big time. He just, he wasn't the same runner the second half as he was the first half. Um, so going into that fourth quarter, you know, we noticed he was he was uh, off on the sideline, getting his shoulder looked at, and, and you know he he didn't re-enter there for the second half of the the fourth quarter, which which kind of slowed their offense down. He was he was ninety five percent of what they do on offense, and uh, you know without him in there, they had to kind of rely on throwing the ball a little more. And um, you know we so we're up, you know twenty one twenty one eight. Uh, get the ball back. Ended up, ended up uh, uh, putting a drive together. I think it was another Molnix touchdown. And uh, you know, from there it was 28-28-8. And you know, we went back out on defense. And I think that next series, uh, you know, we kind of started subbing some guys in, get some some of those some of those backups uh, a little more reps at that point in time. And you know, it, it, I, I, I we we ended up intercepting the pass. Carson Weber did. And, and I tell you what, man, this this kid, he's a junior. Uh, he's got he's got a couple guys in front of him. 
uh, with Molnix and Claire Hand at linebacker. But I'm telling you, this this kid's just a player. He's he's kind of our special teams guy. He's on everything on special teams, makes big plays. Uh, doesn't see a whole lot of time on offense, but when he gets out there on defense, he, he you know he's a guy you look at and you're like, you know, you got something something coming with him. And uh, you know, they, he read pass, got in his drop, saw a slant coming, uh, hook or you know jumped out to the hooked curl zone and picked that ball off and took it 75 yards for a touchdown to to end up going up 34 to eight uh, to kind of seal the game off. So you know, it was just it, it was a tough battle. I mean, it was I, I would say that the score. Uh, 34 to eight is doesn't doesn't show really what the game felt like. You know, it was it was more it was tight until it wasn't. You know, and, and it was tight all the way up till that fourth quarter. You know, everybody had it was on the the, the edge of their seats, and uh, you know. But the one thing I love about our guys is they they don't ever waver. We've been in close games. We, you know, first Durant game came back from from uh, uh, like six points down to. Or well, but eight points down to uh, you know win the game, and uh, Pella Christian was a close game all the way through, and, and that's that's the sign of a good team. You you're in those close games, you don't worry, you're not scared. They step up to the challenge, and that's exactly what they did Friday night. Uh, you know, close all the way through until that fourth quarter when we were able to exploit a little bit, and, and then it was uh, everybody was firing on all cylinders. We're talking to Coach Jensen, coach of the Cobras, who have uh, made their first win in the in the playoffs, uh, beat a tough Durant team. Uh, so uh, I had some observations here. I do feel like this game played out along with many games that you played this year where, you know, uh, you just seem to wear the opponents out and separate at the, separate at the end of the game. You know, it was – it's uh, – you know, a lot of tough sledding and a lot of physical combat. And then it seems like at the end of the game, you guys, you know, do separate out on the and uh, But you got, uh, you got uh, uh, this week, you know, uh, you got, you wound up having your defense on the field for 14 minutes or something like that in the first quarter. Now, Mike Tyson famously says, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. But what is the what? What do you have to do as a coach to 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 say I'm I got to make sure my defense doesn't get wore out at the end of the game? Well, how how do you combat that? Well, we we talk it. We talk every week. You know, we we feel like we're a pretty good football team, and and I think you know with what with what we've been able to accomplish the last couple of years. Uh, you know, uh, three years ago going eight and one. Last year going going to the semifinals uh, before we got beat, that target has, has steadily grown. I, the target SK had on their back when, uh, you know, when they were winning championships, everybody wanted to take you down. Uh, and that wasn't just because they're playing you, you know, because because of the level you were playing at. And uh, we just talked, you have to weather the storm. I mean, you, you've got to really just, you're going to get everybody's best shot. It, it just comes down to can they sustain that level of play? And, and uh, you know, I think that with what we do, you know, in the weight room, our kids are committed, uh, you know, we conditioning, they're committed. Uh, you know, we're, we're physical in practice. Uh, we, we know we have to practice that way because you can't, you can't emulate that. If you're not physical in practice, you're not going to be physical in the game. You can try to tell the guys now you got to play physical, but but that's not how it works. So you know we, we kind of, you know it's one of those things where 
we have had guys that got injured in practice because we are playing physical. But, uh, you know, so we, we, we never want to see that happen. But we have to practice physical. I mean, when we're when – we're, yeah. We get after it just 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 in about everything we do, and you know, really, it's it's just one of those things where we we practice that level so we can sustain that level all game long. Uh, you know, and, and with what we do running the ball, that fits in our wheelhouse. We've got to be physical. We've got to be able to run the ball, and uh, you know, anymore, there's a lot of teams that go to spread. Well, you know, how do you really practice being physical when you're a spread team? You know, it's it's a lot of zone blocking. It's it, you know, it's a lot of pass protection. Um, there's not that switch that gets flipped where, okay, I know I, I've got to down block this guy and drive him into the ground. And that's, that's where we gain that, that extra leverage on, on teams, I think throughout the, throughout the game, you know, there's teams that hold with us the first quarter, you know, we, we weather the storm the first quarter. Some teams hang with us the half, you know, some teams hang with us the third quarter, you know, but ultimately I feel like, you know, those great teams will hang with you in the fourth quarter. Uh, but, but if you're not, if you're not a solid football team, um, you know, that, that can really sustain that excellence all four quarters, that's where our advantage begins. Well, I got one more question for you about this last game. What was the atmosphere at the snake pit like? Oh man, it was, it was, it was probably as packed as I've seen it in, in, in my time here. Uh, you know, stands were full. The fences were lined up. Um, I mean, it, it just the excitement, you know, the, the, you know, the cheerleaders get people going, you know, our sideline gets going, which gets people going. Uh, you know, everybody, everybody wants the same thing. And, uh, you know, just, just it, it was a, it was a great atmosphere and, and, you know, it, it's tough for, it's tough for, I think the coaches and players really to, uh, really to sense what it's, what it's like and, and really enjoy the moment. Cause, you know, you're not focused on the moment. You're focused on what you're what you're going to have to be doing. But uh, you know, I, I I found myself a little more over the past couple of years. You know, kind of kind of looking out there and seeing seeing what the atmosphere is like, and, and you know, seeing just the, the the amount of people that are there. And uh, you know, I think I think it bodes it, it just bodes well for our team. Our our guys get jacked up. They want to put on a performance. Um, you know, and, and that's exactly what they do. Um, so uh, great. I mean, we just, we just have great uh, backing by, by everybody, you know, and, and that's, that's something that we've gained the last few years. Uh, you know, it's progressively gotten a little better and a little better and just, and now it's just full, full culture. You know, we, we started that culture within the team uh, and the parents. Now that full booming culture's back from when, you know, I, I think when they were winning championships and, and going undefeated and all that, uh, that that type of excitement is back, so we're we're just excited about that. Um, you know, you, you get the you get the the people that have watched SK football for so many years, you know, back out and excited. You know, you get the youngsters. The youngsters love, you know, those, those older guys, and you know, and, and uh, getting the youth kids involved and excited. And you know, it's just come full circle. So we got a few minutes left. We want to talk to you about who your opponent is where the game is. I know that we need to talk about how you get the tickets because I know that's different in the playoffs. And uh, also we'll talk about, you know, how to follow the team if you can't be into the game. So, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, you know, Waterloo Columbus is coming back to town. Uh, we matched up with them in the quarterfinals last year to, to get the, 
get the trip to the dome. Uh, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a game before that, but you know, there's going to be a chip on their shoulder, uh, to say, you know what, but you guys got us last year, but we're coming for you. And, uh, you know, we know that we're going to get their best shot. They, they, they had a really, really senior, uh, team last year that was loaded. I mean, those guys were freaking good. Um, you know, it, it was, it was a tough stop. Uh, they had some guys out there that were just as good as anybody else on the field. And, uh, you know, a tough ask they, they, they do. So they lost a couple of their skill guys that really gave us fits last year. Their quarterbacks back who played really well last year as a junior senior this year. Uh, you know, he, he's a dynamic athlete. Uh, you know, he's, he, he loves to throw the ball, uh, and loves to run the ball. I mean, he's, he's again, you know, offensively rushing wise, they, you know, they're a spread team. They want to go empty and three by one and two by two and, and all that stuff. So they've got some of those skill guys out of receiver, you know, running some jet sweeps and, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a dynamic offense that we're really going to have to prepare for, um, uh, you know, defensively, they were young last year on the on the line, and, and, and they're you know they're a year older, they're a year better this year. So, um, you know, that I think they're they they've grown from last year to this year. So that'll be a tough test for our our offensive and defensive line. Um, you know, one of their one of their really good linebackers last year uh, broke his leg early, or did, did something to his leg earlier in the season. Hasn't been playing. Uh, you know, I think he'll be back this game. I don't know what percentage he'll be at, but, uh, you know, he, he was, he was a dynamic linebacker, uh, and that's coming back for him and, and, you know, he'll, he'll go out and play his heart out. I know that, you know, and, and I think even at 75%, this kid's a darn good linebacker. Um, uh, you know, skill wise, they're, 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 they have really good skill guys on both sides of the ball. Um, uh, you know, I think, again, it's going to come down to our offensive and defensive line set the tone, imposing their will, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, it, it, special teams is going to come up huge. I think we have a better kicking game than they do. Uh, uh, we have better punting game. I think we have we have a better return game. So, you know, and, and, that, and that's all just by watching watching some film. So, you, you know, you don't you don't know until you see in person um, how great somebody is. But I but I felt like we've had. We've had a, a uh, better special teams than, than just about everybody we've played this year. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, you expect another close one. Uh, but but I think I, I've got faith in our guys. I mean, we're on a mission. You know, these, these seniors don't want to be that group that, uh, you know, has a letdown. You know, if we happen to get ever beat by a better opponent like we did last year, that's that can be a, that's an acceptable thing, you know. OABCIG was was top notch last year, and we lost. We gave a run for their money, and uh, but I, but I think right right now, I, I just feel like we are we're there. I mean, we're 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 as good as we were last year. Um, you know, did maybe a little different dynamic uh, with with some of the guys we lost, but you know, it, it's just going to come down to you got to execute uh, all game long on, in all three phases of the game. Uh, if you want to be successful at this point in the postseason. Well, again, we're talking to Coach Jensen of the Signey Kyoto uh, co- uh, Cobras. Uh, round guy tested, wanted to tell you, if you can win the next game, he's going to promote you and you're going to talk to him instead of me. Oh, buddy. All right. All right. All right. Well, I, you know, I, I'm just, I, and I, I do want to say, you know, I want to extend my appreciation uh, 
you know, for, for reaching out and, and, you know, uh, kind of being interested in us, uh, you know, down, down, uh, kind of out in a rural community, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the bigger schools always, always have that, uh, publicity, uh, you know, teams around Iowa city and teams around Des Moines and, uh, so, you know, some places like that. And, and our, and our local guys do a great job covering us, uh, whether that's here in, uh, uh, newspaper in Sigourney or Kyoto, uh, the, the, the union over in, in, uh, uh, a little east of us there, uh, but, and a tumble career. But, you know, I, I think that's awesome that, uh, you know, you guys are, are, are interested and willing to, to talk to us just to, just to let people know who, what, what our kids are doing and, and, uh, the success they're having. Well, I think podcasts are one of the, the big things in the future. And, uh, we did kind of, see this as an underutilized area and uh, round guy just kind of wants to have a radio station like radio stations used to be. And uh, you know, so we're going out here and we're going to cover You're getting, you, I mean, we're getting rewarded for covering these small towns by all these towns that are joining. We've got over 800 followers all of a sudden. And uh, it's just been tremendous all the way around. Uh, you got to get your tickets online uh, for the playoffs. I don't no, uh, you can't buy them at the game. I don't think. Is that true? Correct. Correct. So, uh, I, I, and I'm sure each school you can find on the, the school's Facebook page where a link is, but, uh, if you go to the Iowa high school athletic association webpage, um, and go to playoff central, uh, you, you, they, they've got a link on there to, to click. And, uh, if I believe it's through hometown ticketing, uh, so you'll just get a, a mobile ticket and then bring it to the game and scan it on the scan it on an iPad and you're in. Uh, you know, I, I I don't necessarily know if I like this uh, like that just because you know there's a lot of people that don't really have or use technology or want to use uh, particularly technology. in our so, community. What's that? Particularly in our community. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there, but but I think that's the way things are going to be going into the future. Uh, obviously the state has their money right now and, 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 uh, you know, has it in so they can get things paid, but, uh, you know, so I understand kind of why they do it. Uh, but you know, I, I think it's just, it's just one of those things that we're something, another thing we're going to have to get used to in the future and, uh, we'll just keep rolling with it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, go to the Iowa high school athletic association playoff central. You should find a link there for tickets. Uh, if not, you know, you can contact the, the, the schools. They should be able to give you give you access uh, or get on a Facebook page. You know, I know our, our uh, uh, school Facebook page and, and Kyoto's Facebook page, uh, you know, push that ticket out there or that link. So, uh, you know, just got to kind of search for it. We got one minute left. Uh, tell us how to follow the game if you can't be there. Uh, go to Thunder Country uh, out of Albia. Uh, we've got we've got a great uh, a great uh, team team work with them they're they're going to be there and set up uh thunder country is going to bring their mobile trailer and set up but uh you, you can get online go to thundercountry.com uh click on the watch live and i think we're stream eight it's it's it'll say sigourney kyoto there so you can click on it just make sure you don't watch the uh, like last week our our first game of durant was the first thing that popped up yeah you gotta scroll down a little bit and find find the find the right date Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Coach Jensen. Uh, I think we're going to keep talking to you because I really think your your team's ready for the playoffs. Uh, All right. Well, thank you very much. This is Go been, Cobras. 
This has been Smithburg Auto's uh, coverage of high school football in Southeast Iowa. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast. The Smithburg Auto of Fairfield, Iowa presents high school football in Southeast Iowa. Smithburg Auto, two locations to serve you better. If you need a car, talk to David. We had an exciting uh, Friday night of football in Southeast Iowa, and we are on the phone with Mid-Prairie football coach, Coach Kavanaugh, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, wow, what an exciting game. Uh, uh, I'm kind of interested in your thoughts on this Goose Lake quarterback freshman that didn't seem to want to get, you know, it seemed like he he just didn't want to be put away, you know. He, how, how talented is he? Yeah, he's a great player. I mean, he can definitely uh, run and throw. So he's a dual threat guy and, and, uh, and we knew that going in that he was going to be a challenge for us and uh just a good size athlete about six foot 180 or so and and uh he got some good receivers to throw it to so we knew going in that that would be a challenge for us and and uh you know we we, we tried to keep him in the pocket as much as we could and, and uh, force him into some bad throws and we were able to get a few interceptions on him but uh, yeah he definitely was a challenge so uh um you got the the victory you really performed well Take, take our listeners to the game. Yeah, so, um, you know, we, we knew we had a home game, and we knew that uh, Goose Lake uh, it was a great offensive team, and, and uh, I played some really good teams up in their district. And so uh, we were fortunate to, to get the two seed and play at home, and, and uh, we want to get off to a quick start. Uh, we know offensively they could move the ball. And so, uh, and the other thing is they, they like to the onside kick almost every play. Uh, when they're kicking off so we want we uh they deferred we got we got the uh opening kick and uh, we got recovered the onside kick which i think our special teams did a great job with that all night um and then we were able to uh, drive all the way down and convert a couple fourth down plays and uh tyler helmuth and Braden hartley ran the ball really well for us all night our offensive line did a nice job uh, through the mix of run and pass, we would get the ball down there, and then my son, Will Cavanaugh, uh, topped it off with a, a two-yard quarterback sneak score. And, uh, then we were able to score again in the first period on a Braden Hartley run. So us going up early has kind of been our mantra all year was to get up early and, and uh, then let our defense play and get after it. And, and uh, we, I think we had at one point we had 21 nothing lead. And, of course, their offense stormed back. Uh, in the second quarter, uh, we had uh, Tyler Helmuth had a, had a three-yard run. We also converted on a uh, fourth and six. We ran a fake punt. Colin Miller did a nice job running uh, and converting on that. And then uh, able to get a few pass plays on the bootleg to Grady Gingrich I don't know, from Will. From Will. Um, and uh, Jack Pennington uh, was able to score in a slam pass uh, late, late in the half as well. So we felt pretty good offensively moving the football. Um, and uh, running against their three-five, and and uh, you know we we kind of made a concerted effort to run the football all night. Second half, uh, they came out uh, fast, and, and uh, their quarterback was able to throw for you know, over 160 yards on us. But uh, we also did have three interceptions. Kane Brown, who's been back a few games from injury, and and uh, made two highlight reel uh, interceptions on uh, deep passes, and then. Uh, you know, Grady Gingrich had a nice interception in the third, third period uh, 
that turned them over as well. So those turnovers, along with a couple fumbles, really was the difference in the game. Uh, and also our time of possession. I think we possessed it over 30 minutes compared to their 17. And uh, we converted on uh, four or five fourth down uh, plays. So, so for us, just sustaining drives and moving the football was the key. Uh, and that's always the key playing in late October and November football. So uh, I was really proud of the guys. Uh, I thought uh, we had a good mix of run and pass. We didn't have to throw that much, uh, but when we did, we were fairly efficient um, and made some key plays in the, in the passing game. And then late in the game, uh, we were, we got maybe a little too conservative. That's my my bad. Uh, but, uh, you know, for the most part, we were able to convert fourth downs and our defense stepped up and I did a nice job. They were able to score late uh, with a few seconds left, and then uh, they did. They had one last gas attempt at the onside kick, and Tucker Miller, our sophomore that we pulled up to, to be on the hands team, uh, did an awesome job. Got it and almost returned it for a touchdown. So uh, very pleased overall. I thought our kids played hard. and It's always great to get a playoff victory, especially at home. And I thank our crowd for showing up. and uh, you know, Wellman was loud and boisterous and it was just a good night overall and, and uh, we're, we're pleased that our, our kids uh, played well. Well, uh, I took a tour of the city of Wellman uh, thanks to your mayor and uh, he was talking up the economic impact that your team was making, uh, you know, when you have the games and how many people it brings to town. And uh, could you talk a little bit about uh, how, how much support you had at this game and uh, everything? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, all, all year, you know, our home games have been well, very well attended. We've been fortunate with the weather too. Uh, and you know, it was no different, uh, Friday. I mean, although it was a little colder, uh, and, uh, the only difference of playoff games is that, uh, you know, the state uh, sells tickets online and, uh, you, you can't walk up and buy them. It's a little bit more difficult, but, uh, despite that, we had a huge crowd, uh, sitting above, up along the hill and, and uh, student body was great. And, uh, it's just always great to see the community out and support us. And, and so if they hadn't seen us all year, they could at least come out for the playoff game. And I uh, get excited about that. But uh, uh, yeah, and then our concession stand does real well. And we love when people can drive into the community and, and uh, see it and, and uh, just experience the game. atmosphere. We have. So uh, I, he, the, the mayor showed me an indoor practice facility that you guys have. How does that benefit your team preparedness yeah it's been great we've had it for uh, four or five years now and and uh you know originally designed you know for a lot a lot of it was for batting cages and and uh you know just indoor practice and so throughout the year if we have weather or if it's raining um we can get in there and and uh, it is a 40 yard long but probably not the same width of the, of the football field so it's a little bit more narrow uh, turf, um, kind of astroturf type stuff uh, uh, inside the facility, which is, is which has been awesome. We've also had other schools come down and use it uh, during their playoff run. Uh, we're not using it, and, and uh, we're happy to do that. But uh, it's it's been great for all of our sports. Uh, it's very well used, not only by the high school but by youth sports as well. And uh, you know, just very very privileged to have that type of thing and. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to eventually get an addition onto that to, to add a wrestling room, a weight room uh, to, to that facility so it opens up more space in our school. 
it's just been great uh, the, to use, and it looks like we're going to probably need it this week uh, with the weather. Okay, well, we're going to go over your opponent in a minute, but I do want to uh, kind of go over the tail of the tape of this game. You know, I want to hear a little bit about how your offensive and defensive line performed, uh, who won the battle of the turnovers, and how did your special teams perform in this uh, in this game? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, we had uh, we came out with a concerted effort to run the football. Uh, we've been able to do both all year, um, so we've had good balance. Um, but we felt like in this game, you know, against their defense and and with the, the weather being the way it was, we thought we could run downhill. We so we had 59 attempts uh, rushing, 243 yards, um, and uh, we had 42 yards passing on the night. Uh, uh, but we outgained them. Uh, it was it was at, at times a little bit of a defensive struggle. Um, we ended up punting four times, uh, and they ended up punting twice. But uh, they also had th- uh, four turnovers. We we only had one. So we were, we were again fortunate to win the turnover uh, battle. And, and you know again I go back to our special teams. Um, we had a, a fake punt converted. We got every onside kick that they had, they had kicked. And, uh, you know, I thought our kids handled that uh, uh, great. And I thought our coaches we did a good job of preparing the guys for that. And, uh, you know, even though they're a uh, very potent offensive team, we held them to 235 yards and, and uh, their quarterback was under 50% completion. So uh, that was our goal. Um, they definitely do have some good players. Goose Lake, uh, a couple of linebackers had uh, – a lot of tackles, but, uh, you know, overall we said we were able to sustain uh, our running game and did a nice job with that. Well, we saw in the area last night or Friday night that there was uh, your records didn't seem to make much difference or home team or away team. Everybody seemed to come to play and those games were close and uh, uh, it was a real exciting night and uh, you guys really performed well. I will say this, though, you did kind of play that mid-prairie kind of playbook that, this the script kind of played out the way a lot of your game has played out this year, didn't it? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that uh, for sure. Um, we got up early and then uh, we're able to grind down the clock and uh, they, they scored a couple late touchdowns. Um, you know, some of that on some nice plays by them, you gotta tip your hat to them. But uh, I, you know, I, you, when you need to play off football, you gotta be able to run it and, uh, and you gotta be able to pass uh, when, you, when you need to. And then the special teams, like you said, is very important. So, Again, we're just taking it one at a time. We respect everybody we play, and, and we know that, that there's no easy games from uh, uh, during the playoffs at any point. All right, well, let's uh, let's talk about who your opponent is the next game and what kind of challenges they're going to present to you. Yeah, so we got uh, paired up with West Marshall uh, during State Center, Iowa, uh, which is a good two-hour drive from us. But uh, I, I've been here – 25 years as a coach and we've never played at West Marshall. Uh, I know they were uh, 1A for a while. Uh, they've been 2A, but they're up in kind of central, north central Iowa. And so never really had an opportunity to play them. Um, but uh, based on the film we're watching and things like that, they're very solid team. They had a really good team last year. Last year and uh, they have a great running back, a kid that's rushed for over 1,300 yards, and then the quarterback's also a runner. He's rushed for like 600 and some yards. Uh, they don't throw it a bunch, uh, but they're a tough physical team that's well-coached. And, um, 
it's just it's exciting to play, see the matchups that happen in the playoffs. You know, in years past, you just never know. We've been we've played Bondurant Ferrar, we've played PCM, we played uh, Minneapolis, we played uh, Solon. So it's it kind of all over the place when it comes to the state, and, and just based on who's left, you can make the uh, the uh, you know brackets that way. And uh, even though we're not familiar with them, we're going to get familiar with them here this weekend and, and uh, get a good scouting report and hopefully put on a good uh, effort. They're eight, I think they're eight and one, so they're a very good team. They won their district, obviously a number one seed. And, um, again, historically, West uh, Marshall has always been a very good team uh, uh, throughout the years and playoff uh, parental playoff uh, team. And so we're excited for the opportunity, like I said, and kind of worry about ourselves a little bit and we're gonna get a little weather this week and uh hopefully it'll be a great night of football so uh you're on the road this week yes sir yep. and how, how far of a trip is it oh it's about a two-hour drive i think so yeah we've never uh we never played there so it should, it should be interesting i've uh, noticed this that the average trip was like two hours and five minutes or something for the playoffs yeah. last week so yeah 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 definitely well you're going to be representing the state uh i think you, you you know if you just keep doing what you're doing uh, i like your balanced attack and I, I i just seems to be there's a good chemistry the team has and uh and we wish you all the best uh is there anything else you want to tell our listeners well i just i would just say thanks for all the support and uh we appreciate you guys uh you know getting our name out there and just uh you know like love to see some good prayer for fans uh, travel up north to West Marshall for this game and uh, we, we truly do love seeing the fans and the, and the crowd cheering us on so that'd be great so if you can't uh, get to the game how can we follow the game uh, I'm KCII radio out of Washington we'll cover it um, for sure and then uh, I'm not sure about live stream uh, since we're at West Marshall uh, but uh, most of these schools nowadays do have some type of live streaming for it uh, but uh, definitely KCII radio with Zach Ewan recovery. Well, Zach Ewan will give you as good a coverage as you can get. I, I, I listened to that whole game on the radio. I was Usually what I do is I listen to all the games, you know, five minutes of this one and that one, but I just couldn't turn the dial because it was – I kept thinking, ah, I remember like there's like 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and I said to myself, I says, uh, I, let's give this another minute or two, and then maybe I'll start checking on some of the scores. But then it just – kept tightening up and tightening up and and there was eight seconds left in the game and I thought wow I still got to listen and then all I hear is uh, there's an onside kick he's got it you know he's at the five he's at the 10 or he's at the 25 or whatever you know and I thought I thought that Goose Lake had picked up the ball and was about to score again <laughs> but then right. to find out that you guys picked up the ball and drove it back like that I mean what a what a way to end the game huh I mean it's so exciting yeah it was just crazy it was, it was crazy and Tucker, if you saw Tucker, he's like five, six, 130 pounds soaking wet. And he's just a tough kid for us and did a nice job on that. And I thought he was going to score, but the guy caught him by the heel. So it was, a, it was a good way to end it. Well, I'm giving him the Rudy Rineker award of, uh, of last <laughs> week, you know, cause you know, he just seemed to be able to be there and do it. He was at the right spot. He, he got a whole, you know, he held onto the ball. He knew what to do with it. Uh, what a moment in the sun for that young man. And we, uh, we really enjoyed the game. We wish you the best. Uh, your interviews, uh, the interviews I've been getting with the coaches in Southeast Iowa have really helped expand our audience and give uh, people an opportunity to to find out about the teams and the game and what an exciting game it was. And uh, 
Thank you, Coach Cavanaugh. Uh, Scotty Melvin and I and our listeners commented that you're like the easy rock or yacht rock version of a interview as far as coaches go. All right. Well, whatever it takes. That's right. All right. Well, thanks a lot for, for being on. All right. Thank you.